1: Today on the show, we find the recipe for the perfect military state. Welcome to Lore Party, the podcast that explores the stories, characters, and universes behind some of our favorite video games. I'm Caleb. And I'm Bavia. And today we're going into another one of our favorite indie games, Battle Chef Brigade.
0: Battle chef Brigade is one of those games that just oozes charm in every nook and cranny that you look at it, from the music of Windy City to the mechanics and how they marry both, both the battle and the chef part of the name of the game. It's an absolute audiovisual treat from start to finish with a great story to boot. I mean, it's definitely
1: super unique. Um, What's actually really interesting, Bavia, you were actually the first person who recommended this game to me back Mm -hmm. in the day.
0: And what do you think of it?
1: I think it's great. I think it is, um, it's goofy, it's hilarious, it's oddly zen, it's the fun kind of challenging, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: the story is ridiculously unique, and that's what we're here to talk about today.
0: Yeah, and I wanted to first introduce the city of Victusia, just to our audience. Spoilers, as always, um, a podcast about Lore Party can't go on without delving into the lore, so let this be your warning. So Victusia is basically a city that, well, it's actually a country, forgive me, that gets all of its sort of errands done, whether it be feeding the citizens or being sure, you know, they're protecting the area through something called the Battle Chef Brigade, which is a group of elite warriors and also culinarians that both hunt monsters and cook with them and provide humanitarian aid to the people both inside the country as well as the surrounding areas, providing relief wherever possible.
1: But the really interesting angle with all of this is that while they wear a lot of hats at the end of the day what they ultimately are and what we're going to be focusing on the kind of interesting if maybe complicated aspect of it today is they are the perfect military
0: the perfect military and let's sort of dive a little deeper into that and talk about what makes them so perfect I mean, militaries right now, we think a lot of defense, we think a lot about protection, we think a lot about, in some cases, going to places where they probably shouldn't, just a little bit, but what makes Victuja's military different from those things that we see in modern-day media?
1: The Battle Chef Brigade is idealized military for the fact that it meets its citizens' needs in multiple different fronts the fact that it isn't just an army of protectors it's that in protecting they also feed the citizens they also contribute to research it does things that you don't normally think of soldiers as being the ones to do and i think to kind of tie into why that is and kind of what the where it all ties together we kind of need to start by recapping the basic history of the brigade in Victusia?
0: Sure. Yeah. And so so the current history of the Battleshaft Brigade is around 100 years ago there was a really big famine. And in addition to that famine, a lot of the monsters around the area began to become a lot more aggressive and invade on the remaining humans territory because there weren't that many humans around. Of course, in response to this monster aggression increase, the Battle Chef Brigade was created, this elite band of both warriors and culinarians to tackle the problem of both the monsters as well as the famine in the same with the same stone, rather. And the Battleship Brigade had been around for around 100 years when the story begins, and has now turned into this elite organization and has allowed Victusia to flourish into the beautiful city that it is.
1: One of the other, like interesting aspects to it is that the, the Battleship Brigade exists largely as a requirement of what they were facing at the start of everything. A military alone wouldn't have been able to deal with the famine. They may have been able to fight off the monsters, but then the people are still hungry and humanity still dies out. Chefs alone who can figure out how to cook these monsters safely um, wouldn't have been able to solve the famine because you need to be able to fight the monsters. The uniqueness of the Battleship Brigade's form in universe is explained by the fact that Victuja was facing both of those challenges at the same time, and the solution required both sides of that. It's an odd juxtaposition, but it's a well-explained one in
0: that sense. I think it's also interesting that they only had resources to give to one, so instead of really choosing one or the other, they just went for both and in many ways caused Victusia to flourish and began to sort of expand out into different parts of what those responsibilities were, whether it be providing humanitarian aid to the surrounding areas or even delving into things like research. So that does bring up a conversation of, is the Battle Chef Brigade a military dictatorship, or is it something a little different and this is where I think Caleb and I differ but I wanted to give the floor to you first
1: my interpretation of the brigade to at least a degree is that one way or another the battleship brigade is a military and I acknowledge that whether they could be read as a military dictatorship is not very explicit one way or the other in the game but I personally do read them as being a military dictatorship but a largely idealized one one that's kind of polished itself and managed to earn the trust of its people
0: as for me i'm a fan of the theory that they're more of a united nations humanitarian relief style situation and whether that be providing humanitarian aid to the people who are affected by the events of the game or whether it be feeding other people or whether it be even researching things such as a vaccine to the blight that people are facing those are all things that i feel modern day charitable organizations donate money to and i think that comparison is a bit more apt and i wanted to ask we both realize that the battleship brigade isn't just military as in it isn't just fighting and it isn't just protecting it's so much more than that right and do we see elements of that in the game?
1: Exactly. And we see a lot of those elements from multiple different angles in the game. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, we see with the Battle Chef Brigade, they meet their citizens' needs through, like, three significant branches. They defend them, what you would expect a military to do. They provide for them, which is to say they literally feed them. Mm-hmm. And it is said multiple times at different points in the game that a lot of the different citizens get their food from, and even the restaurants in the universe get their ingredients from the brigade. The brigade literally provides this food to its citizens. Um, And then on top of that, we also see brigade members actively doing the research of all of it. They study these monsters, whether it's looking for ways to make them safer or tastier to eat as well as looking for ways to kind of improve their own defense and i think the latter two aren't things we normally associate as directly with militaries unless it's tying back into the defending aspect and i think the uniqueness of the brigade is that it hits all three
0: Mm. so because it hits all three that's something i kind of wanted to challenge you on in the sense that if it hits all three is it a military dictatorship? Because doesn't that imply that there's this element of power that the Battleship Brigade holds over the monarchy of Victusia itself? But we don't see elements of that clashing, do we?
1: And I think that's where a lot of the game is up to interpretation. The role that the Battleship Brigade plays in the society outside of it is kind of vague from the fact that we don't really see much of the society outside of it the handful of people that we do see outside of the brigade are directly connected to a character who actively wants to join the brigade so it's a little bit on the vague side the degree to which the military aspect of who they are influences the day-to-day life of um them as citizens but defense is very clearly an aspect of who they are because it is very key to who they are and how it functions but then on the flip side they where i interpret them more as a military or rather this is a military dictatorship is that they do clearly have a significant degree of authority and influence remember that the person who is your instructor and commander is also the judge of a criminal trial later in the game and we'll kind of get back into why that trial was interesting in a moment but it ties into these multiple aspects of how um the brigade functions within its culture it has a lot of authority and what it brings to the table with that authority literally bringing to the table um, <laughs> is what makes it as unique as it
0: is and as a total side note i do want to mention that the brigade by definition and through the plot of the game we understand it's a volunteer military right as in people volunteer to be part of it like no one's forced into it yeah no conscription is
1: seen in the game at the very least people actively want to join it
0: mm, okay
1: What's interesting about being a recruit in the game, however, is the different things that you experience ties back into this aspect of what the Brigade is. Mm-hmm. Because you have to remember those three kind of pillars that I mentioned, um, those also tie into the three in-game activities that you do when you're in between rounds of the
0: tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember um, you can go and do beast hunts with Thorn. You can go to Belchior's Puzzle Arena uh, for just as long as you need to, just puzzle challenges. Or you can even go into Pontinda's Restaurant and undergo these time trials to see how fast you can shuffle around and uh, see, how, see how good of a chef you've become. In-game, these are kind
1: of the tutorial missions that get let you get better at different aspects of the game individually so that you can experience how everything comes together in the tournaments itself. Mm-hmm. But from a story perspective, these are really fascinating because these are a research lab, a um a hunting lodge, and a restaurant. Exactly. And they're all run by members of the brigade and people who have authority within the brigade. And it ties into this is what the brigade does. They research, they defend, and they provide.
0: It's also interesting how people who are then discharged out of the brigade what their criteria is in order to come back or still be of value to the situation at hand. Would you want to go into that?
1: Exactly. So there's two different points where we kind of see a character being in any way punished or given a consequence for a crime in the story. The first time is when Mina throws one of her knives at Shiv and it's... She is expelled from the brigade at that point, mm-hmm. but she is later reinvited to the brigade when the blight begins to come back, because the brigade needs more people, and she has demonstrated a, and is prepared to continue to demonstrate a willingness to continue providing for citizens. The brigade doesn't look into her situation with a question of, was she guilty or was she not, or is she going to attack um, fellow brigade members necessarily? They look at it with a question of, is she capable of providing for citizens in the sense that um, we as an organization want them to? And then you see this again at the very end of the game when the main set of characters ends up catching Rixel. They have incontrovertible proof of his guilt and he has nothing... To even pretend to be innocent. He literally confesses. At the. At his trial. And tries to justify his actions. But he then follows up by demanding. What's referred to as. A trial by cooking. Mm -hmm. And I think the. Existence of this. And it's mentioned to be something that's. Considered culturally sacred. In the Battle Chef Brigade universe. But he. He is offered a reduction of his sentence if he can win in a a brigade cook-off, as it were. A scenario in which you're demonstrating, again, those three traits. Your ability to defend, your ability to research and think and strategize, and your ability to cook and provide. And ultimately, in both aspects, with Nina later being um, readmitted to the brigade and... uh, um, Rixel being briefly offered a commuting of his sentence, the that was the test. Not, are you reformed? Not, did you commit the crime? Not even, was your trial in any way fair? It was a question of, are you still willing to and capable of providing for things. society? That is what the brigade sees as important. And because that pushes into what their society views as important, that's where my interpretation of the brigade being a authoritative um, relationship with Victusia, being um, a military dictatorship, comes from. It's difficult to see it as a military dictatorship because it's in a unique position of being an organization that the citizens trust because it doesn't maintain, it doesn't fight against lower class people, it doesn't maintain classism, it doesn't, as far as we know, we don't even see it necessarily fighting against like other foreign um threats we see it defending people and providing
0: for them i totally get where you're coming from It's the fact that the battleship brigade has judicial power that's a prime example of a military party having the authority to go ahead and like jail people but i guess my central question is so do police members Right? As in those two things can still operate in the same place without infringing on the rights of the other party. And it's also mentioned in the lore that the Battlechef Brigade isn't only for Victuja. It is an international organization that affects other places as well. Even at the end of the game, Mina becomes an ambassador to other Battlechef Brigade and other Battlechef brigade alike colonies and parties in the entire realm but i also see your point it's very very interesting and i i really can't say either or on if it's a military dictatorship because it does have that judicial power or it's something akin to a type of government that's present in other nations
1: it's definitely a really interesting um aspect of this and that's part of the reason why i've always been bummed this game hasn't had uh, a sequel or more episodes or more to it because this they really do create a world that is just utterly unique in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that we're even having this conversation of is this game set in a military dictatorship and we aren't necessarily immediately thinking that it would be effed up if it was right um, like this isn't this isn't like a like a horrific scandal of they were the bad guys all along. And I think there's just uh, different aspects to that. And I think that's why it would have been
0: really cool to have gotten to see more of this world. It's interesting that even though we have differing perspectives on what exactly the Battleship Brigade is and its position in Victusia I know that's something that we can always agree on is that the Battleship Brigade, in whatever form it may be, is in the ideal form of it. Well, that about wraps it up. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow the show. And be sure to connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at lore underscore party. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.